Welcome. Oh, we're started. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to week two, chapter two of whatever of we're going to be. The podcast. Perfect. <laughs> we're still looking for a name, something better than the artist G'day. Actually, the one thing um, you want to achieve by the end of these 12 weeks, one thing we want to create, not a podcast, but just a title for one. Hmm. Committing to a, an entire podcast is a big deal, but a title is definitely a 12-week appropriate goal. Right? Thank you. So please contact us on whatever medium you feel suits you best <laughs> with your best suggestions. Uh, so if, you're li- if you've skipped the Zero episode, welcome to episode two, where we cover week two of Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. Um the book on getting in touch with the spirituality side of creativity. And two, two mates, Sam and Mickey, are on their creative journey together. Woo! We, yee-haw! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, week two, recovering so, a sense of identity. Recovering a sense of identity. So, once again, kind of like the first week, uh, this one... This week goes off the assumption that uh, you have been hurt in some way or damaged, and it is another chapter of, I suppose, healing. I guess, yeah, and for just understanding who might be hindering you or blocking you or holding you back. There's a lot of talk of like internal and external sources of stress and self-doubt and sabotage. So like if I'm just scrolling through the headlines of this chapter, I'm seeing poisonous playmates, which, yeah, crazy makers. <laughs> um, and the, the other one is Oop, skepticism. So yeah, there's a lot of... Um, this chapter is mostly talking about the the things that um, that block you from being creatively, both internal and external. And um, as uh, to preface this chapter, I will let you know that throughout this week I had gastro, and so did my partner. Um, so we were spending lots of time vomiting and then healing from vomiting. So I suppose that was either a crazy maker or a poisonous poisonous playmate is probably the the best one. Um, yeah, so Sounds like I, a very instead of uh, doing a lot of this work, I was sleeping. Um, so I, it's it's quite likely that Sam will be taking a lot of the reins for Chapter 2. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to point that out, I don't think, though. <laughs> um, it's interesting. Like, I picked out a few quotes that um, Julia had put into this chapter, which sort of got me reflecting, really. One was... Um, as block creatives, we focus not on our responsibilities to ourselves, but on our responsibilities to others. We tend to think such behaviour makes us good people. It doesn't. It makes us frustrated people. That was a phrase mm. that really jumped out at me. Um, oh, yeah? And, th- and then, yeah, there was another line that she said, which was like, do not let your friends squander your time. And it's, it's a tricky one because if we look at this through the lens of love languages... Um, quality time is is one of my love languages. Um, so I like spending time with people. Um, yeah. And usually those people are friends. Um, so I don't necessarily consider it as a squandering of my time, but I do recognise that I probably am not prioritising enough 
time just for myself. And I guess and that's in another sense, I'm just not making quality time for me by myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I Yeah, I found a similar thing when I was reading this. I found I was sort of bucking against what she was writing. Like it was... um. It was sort of making me uncomfortable. I really had the image of like, you know, when you watch, um, I guess, like a teen American movie Mm. and there might be like a sort of meeker person, usually female, who has like the stereotypically attractive outgoing friend who's like uh, quite like bitchy and dominating to them. Like I kind of found that that was the image that this whole chapter conjured for me mm. of that person who's like, oh, can you do my homework while I go on this hot date because we're best friends or whatever. And then, um, and at the end of the movie, you know, our hero is like, hey, I don't need you in my life. You know, yeah. get out of here. Um, and which made it, yeah, I just couldn't get that image out of my mind, which made this whole chapter feel a little unrealistic. But um, I suppose I'm just quite lucky that I don't have this sort of person in my life I don't think yeah you know what I was thinking about the same thing like I a very long time ago made the decision that I'm not going to spend time with people that I don't really enjoy I've got (laughs) like what's the point I've got so many great people in my life and they're the people I want to spend time with why would I yeah I, I just yeah, I mean, and maybe that just comes with maturity and age, but I don't really think I really did that growing up either. And, and maybe the only time that I was close to doing it, the time when I had this realisation was when I was living in another country, so a bit more desperate for friends. And so I remember hanging out with some people one weekend and then just getting to the end of the weekend and being like, I actually don't like these guys. I don't think I'm going to ah. hang out with them again. Um, but oh, That's a really good point, actually. I probably did the same yeah. thing in Canada. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I definitely can relate to it in a sense of when you're slightly outside of your comfort zone and you're trying to find your people. But I guess at this age, I'm 30, you're almost 30. Hurtling towards 30. Hurtling very quickly. (laughs) Um, I've found my people. And so they are not squandering my time because they are filling my cup. Um, oh, what a quote. <laughs> well, how In wonderful so many different ways. They're, they're, they're filling my cracks with gold. Like there's, there's lots of sort of metaphors you can make with it. But yeah. Mm, yeah, okay. I guess that comes so from I guess she was probably, I mean, obviously she's probably done a million creativity courses over mm. her time. And, um, as far as I know, she was once married to a film director. Mm, um, yeah, that sounds She bad. mentioned that somewhere, and she mentioned that they can be quite demanding, like mm. any director is. So I assume, yeah, she has been sapped um, in some way, or like her I guess creativity you, has been put yeah. second. And you can relate it to work. I mean, I guess if anything, you're going to relate this to anywhere. It's, it's places where you have to hang around people not because you necessarily like them but for other reasons i.e. you're getting paid to hang around yeah. these people and so yeah maybe just being a bit more conscious of that and if they're sapping your energy and how maybe you can balance that she calls these people crazy makers which yes i'm not sure how i feel about that term yeah uh, i don't think it's aged very well no Mind you, this is what written in the early nineties. I think it could probably That's have a different true. term. The way when yeah, I was trying to even... think, 
Um, what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say, we didn't even have the term metrosexual yet. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? The way she describes it, crazy makers are the kind of people who can take over your whole life to fix her up as they're irresistible, so much to change, so many distractions. Um, yeah. Um, mm. Here's a quote. Uh, they're often charismatic, frequently charming, highly inventive, and powerfully persuasive. Yes. Which is funny because that string of adjectives... Is that an adjective? Yeah. Yeah. Um, descriptive words. Mm. Instantly calls to mind, I think, like three or four people. Um, but I don't spend a lot of time with them. <laughs> so well, I guess so they're on my radar. Be but fair. they're people I might see at like a gig or a festival in passing. And then you go, yeah, they are charismatic, frequently charming and highly inventive. But like, yeah, I don't know. Again, maybe I'm coming to this book at 29. Like I'm just old enough to know not to to get too invested in those relationships. Tell you what, though, now that you've pointed out that... Pre- I didn't notice that phrase before, but now you've pointed it out. I'm like, that That could very easily describe one of my best friends. Oh, yeah? <laughs> um, I don't know yeah. if we're like... Um, I would say it probably describes both of us, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. You're charismatic, charming, oh, inventive. Oodles of charisma. I would say the exactly oodles. same thing about you. Oodles. oodles. Powerfully persuasive. <laughs> I hope our voices are so that uh, as charismatic as we think, because the people listening to this may not well, agree. <laughs> well, I mean, it's working on me, Mickey, and I'm working on you. So if that's, that's all that counts. Maybe you and I are each other's crazy maker, and I'm putting that in and oh, yeah. in the air. Um, Maybe this whole podcast is actually sapping our creativity. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like that's a difference. I mean, you're not destructive, you're you're supportive. And I guess the, the idea of that the, the, these people are suppressing you, um, yeah. holding you down. Um, says, essentially, um, people that ooh, use you, I guess, is, is kind of the way after, like, when you actually comb through how she's describing it, it it's people that use you. Yeah, so yeah, if any they, listeners mm. want to write in to us and tell us someone who's used them, we will publicly call them out on social media. <laughs> Um, but we it, won't it actually here, because we're all no, about... No, we definitely won't. <laughs> <laughs> we're all about anonymity. Yes. What does it say? Um, Who are you looking? It says here, crazy makers are the kind of people who take over your whole life to fix her upper as they are irresistible. So much to change and so many distractions. And I thought that was really funny because um, I've never wanted to change anyone i don't think like i think i've wanted better for my friends but i've never been in it like a friendship or a relationship where i've just thinking like this will be better one day if i can change them Mm. and again maybe i'm just lucky um maybe everyone listening is like you idiot or like you absolute unicorn because i've been in so many of them (laughs) mickey you are an absolute unicorn (laughs) thank you you even laugh like unicorn. That's the charisma in you. The charming. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I actually had a, a, a serious conversation with a friend after we had a bit of a, a misunderstanding the other week. And, I mean, the, the conversation really basically ended with we didn't really want either of us to change. Although, actually, if I was going to be completely opposite, maybe I did want them to change a little bit. But not so much change. I just wanted them to open up to me a little bit more. So, I mean, does that, that, I guess that kind of counts as a change. But 
I'm also not the kind of person so. who's going to make them do that. I respect their boundaries. Um, yeah. Mm. I mean, it was more linked to communication more than anything else. But, yeah, I mean, change is a big word. And I feel like we're always constantly changing and growing. And, and with any relationship, platonic, romantic, yeah. related to, we're all constantly changing and growing together and changing together. And that might make us change apart or change us closer um and we're not necessarily making each other change but it's just it's just that's just what happens through life i would think yeah Mm. um yeah i definitely yeah there are people that i want better for and i think um (laughs) i feel like such a good christian boy but i feel like i lead by example sometimes like Mm. even on a really um basic level like i've been in sort of uh not even bands but like situations where i'm playing with someone and um they might not be as practicing very hard and like Mm. i you know i think like when you do practice and i've definitely been on the other end where i've been in like a duo with someone who is doing more work than i was like it Mm. it for it makes you change if you're paying attention to it or at least like it you realize that you're not putting in the same sort of effort and like yeah when when i'm the one who is putting in that effort i sort of you know like it's like ah, oh, i didn't mess up that line it's like oh i have learned this song and you know you're not ready yet so we can't play it like um I, i'm not like shaming someone but i think yeah geez. oh my god mickey Maybe we are the crazy makers <laughs> oh no <laughs> the wheel has come full circle we're only in chapter two and realize we are the bad guys <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, well, I mean, maybe the point is that um, everyone can be a crazy maker. Uh, oh, I've on, actually uh, just sides. found one. Um, sorry to interrupt. Here's a <laughs> quote. Crazy makers spend your time and money. And at first I'm thinking, I don't know anyone like that. And then if they borrow your car, they return it late with an empty tank and then that was just like a knife in my chest because they also returned it with the back seat full of food and they didn't actually return it i had to go and get my car from their house but it was full uh, of food it was the the back seat just had like like tie on it like not in a oh. packet just on the seat like, yeah what <sighs> i yeah, it re- it reminded me of of an ex actually. Right. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, I guess we've all got friends who borrowed a car once or twice or multiple times, and then you know, return it clean once the first time, and then it just gets progressively covered in surfboard wax. Yeah, <laughs> surfboard wax. It's <laughs> <laughs> highly specific. <laughs> Maybe that's too okay. specific. Cut that one out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've perhaps um, covered crazy yeah. makers. Yeah, um, I haven't covered the law of the lesser pisser though. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Well, when Tell me I, about it. She, she, one of the questions that uh, Julia asks is, "Do you know any crazy makers?" And to reflect on it, and I was trying to think. And to me, my when I first read the chapter, my interpretation was it, it's people that I would maybe consider small dose people. So I've definitely not cut them out of my life completely, but some people, you know, you just choose to see and interact with on small doses because otherwise they're, they're too exhausting. Or people yep. that, that use you or people that maybe gaslight you, exes, whatnot. Um, but it did make me think about a, um, a law, a rule that uh, one of my colleagues taught me, which is the law of the lesser pisser, 
which is um, in any sort of negotiation of something, you want to be the person who is the least pissed off about something. So, yeah, you you want to be the lesser pisser, the less pissed off. Um, So if someone, so for example, you're moving, uh, someone's moving over the weekend, they ask for your help. Um, and then maybe you offer to go help them and, and it's a really long, exhausting weekend. You've basically lost your weekend and then you're going to be kind of like pissed off at yourself because you actually had other things you wanted to do and it ended up taking a lot longer than you wanted it to and, and, and you'll probably be more pissed off. The idea is not to be that person. Um, that's I don't a know cool if that's one. the best example, but it's just, it is all about just putting yourself first, I guess. Um, and, and what you're understanding what your needs are and, and whether doing this thing for that person is that actually going to end up pissing you off or not. Hmm. Yeah, That's... it's about whether if you're going to help someone, just think first if you're going to get pissed off after helping them. Right. Uh, did yeah. the person at work who taught you this, do they like have an aura of, you know, zen around them? Uh, she, I mean, she's pretty zen-like. I'm sure she'd appreciate that description. <laughs> okay. Cool. And yeah. I, and think, I think it's something it she's... Practice? She's learnt over time for sure. Okay. Definitely. Definitely something that comes with age. <laughs> right. Okay. So I've never had an office job, like in a traditional sense. The, mo- the yes. one time I've worked, like worked with others was doing like labor where, um, yeah. you know, the most contact you have is like, hey, can you help me carry this heavy thing? Yeah. Or um, like when I've worked at music schools and I've like, apart from the actual students themselves, like my colleagues, I um, would... I'd be across the hall from them and we'd see each other for five seconds as we like take our student out and five seconds again as we take them in. So I have had almost had zero contact with like another worker my entire life. Um, so like whenever I hear like things about like coffee, uh, what's it called? The the water cooler chat. Water cooler chat, stuff. yeah. Yeah, I've just never had it. And I in, in some sense, I long for it, but in many others, I don't. You know, you can probably get a lot more um, fulfilling chats elsewhere in your line of work <laughs> rather than over the water cooler or the coffee you may machine be right. or over the, over the desk, over the partition in the office. Um, <laughs> but you're right. The grass always seems greener on the other side. Yeah. And actually, that might be a good segue into uh, the next chapter, which is skepticism, which is one that I definitely have had more experience with. I think this is something we could probably all relate to, but this is your sort of inner doubts and she's talking about how powerful they are and how sabotaging they can be. So this is the sort of, so her example um, she writes is like, okay, so I started doing the morning minutes and I seem awake and alert in my life. So what? It's just a coincidence. Or like, hey, I did do this one good thing. And then you go, so what? It's crap. Or like, I drew my first picture that I have, that I've drawn in 10 years. And then you go, yeah, but you're never going to be Da Vinci or whatever Mm, mm. um and yeah i think that's one that um that like i suffer from a lot i think i mentioned in episode one or episode zero that um that i've started learning the violin quite late and um yeah so when i'm working on it it's it's kind of easy to like look at all your achievements and compare them against the people who are your age but have been playing for another decade and a half or two uh, longer than you so you go oh you know I played that scale really in tune and then you look at someone who's like just written their first ballet um, and it's you know and they've had a huge grant for it or something and they're a yeah. year younger than you and then you go Ugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then yeah it's really easy to start thinking like oh who cares if I played it why in do tune? I like, even it's, try yeah it's too late but yeah I'm getting better at letting those thoughts sort of slide away yes 
Yeah. Self-skepticism, self-doubt. Yeah. Definitely um, something that I can probably pay attention to as well. And then just on an aside, like, mm. um, I think she sort of covers it in the first paragraph, really. <laughs> the first hundred words. And then I'm looking at three pages of what I would consider to be the same words over and over again. <laughs> And she this just wants is to where drive it home. She does. And I suppose this is where I start um, skimming mm. to to my detriment because I'm looking at uh, Sam and I share a Google Doc sheet um, and I'm looking at Sam's work for this week and it's so much more detailed than my own. Um, and it sounds like you've done a lot... Uh, yeah, it sounds like you've gone into a lot more detail. And although I am going to lean on the crutch of having um, gastro... <laughs> Yeah, but also I think we've already touched on this is the fact that we're both coming from very different perspectives here. And, like, yes, you have your self-doubt because you started later in life, but you are you are currently working as a musician and a teacher while That's true. I am not. So we're both coming from very different perspectives. So I would you, – you've obviously overcome that and working through that a lot sooner and stronger than, than, than I am, I guess. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, that's true. Thank you. Yeah, I guess with me it was more as a case of, oh, like, I'll double, but, you know, I'll just surround myself with other people who are who are a lot better than me because they're better and I'll just support them by getting a good job that pays me well and then I can afford to go, like, buy their merch and, you know, go to their shows and, and support them monetarily that way by buying their art rather than... yeah you know, risking my vulnerability by ex- exposing anything that I've created. Um, mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think I've got much more to touch on that section of the chapter, but I can move forward into sort of the... the um, actually, the, the third part of the chapter, though, is something probably that struck me more, which was all about paying attention. Ooh, um heavy but important i mean and this ties in with mindfulness and this is very very important for everyone um and she she covers a lot of great quotes from different people who just talk about just like develop an interest in life as you see it in people things literature music the world is so rich throbbing with rich treasures beautiful souls interesting people forget yourself by henry miller said that i like that's a beautiful quote and that's totally something i can relate to like life is freaking interesting everyone is so beautiful and and i mean i do that i forget myself and i would rather just like yeah immerse myself in what everyone else is doing yeah that is a good one yeah there's another quote that she had in there attention is an action of connection and pain teaches you to pay attention um which that was a really key one because i was like when when i'm in pain again in inverted commas um and I, I mean that in a sense of more of a mental pain or anguish, anxiety. Um, that's mm-hmm. probably when I'm more likely to make time for myself, away from everything else, away from all those dist- distractions. And and in terms of dealing with that, that's when I like to yeah take away those other distractions, and then I can just pay attention on my immediate surroundings, um, which might be like sitting up on a hill or going for a walk, and just that's where that attention piece comes in, I suppose, to try and deal with it. And that's also when I'm more likely to write as well, just to like get those feelings out onto the page 
Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. that's that's one I suppose I can relate to as well. Like it's it's really mm. easy to to write a list of like all the things I want to practice today, and it'll be like scales and then chords and singing and then improvising and then jazz and bluegrass. And it's like <laughs> it's really important to like actually check in while you're doing that practice and enjoy it because yeah. if if you start to see it as a laundry list of things to do, like it's what's the point? Like you know you don't get paid much to do music. It may as well be fun. Um, yes. So like you actually yeah you do have to like remind yourself to enjoy it. That's so important. That's so that's very true. You do need to yeah enjoy it. I've got a very long. I've always got a long list of things to do. Always. I've never like gotten through it all. Like, t- oh yeah, me too. Add more things to it. Um, but what one of yeah the capacity for delight is the gift of paying attention. That's just perfectly sums up Woof. those sensations mm. there's something it's just like those simple pleasures in just being not doing but just being and I guess in being that's when you're paying attention yeah oh good stuff mm. some interesting so, things to reflect on so yeah should we do we go to our tasks for this week? Let's move on to our tasks for the week. Yes, uh, one of the one of the tasks was um, to consider where does all our time go? Now, mm-hmm. obviously, all your time went towards vomiting last week. <laughs> yep. And hanging out in the toilet. But do you have some other ideas about where your time goes? Well, it was mostly that, and then also caring for my partner who was going through the same thing a couple of days earlier and then mm-hmm. I just a lot of time sleeping and recovering and then a few times I would try and play like violin and I would get to about 10 minutes in and I just couldn't remember what I was doing and I was just like no nope, you're not ready yet um and then so it would just be like sleep 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 and then when it was time for a student it was like wake up you know drink some tea and then get through this hour and then go back to sleep <laughs> because <laughs> we need the money <laughs> um yeah yeah, but I did write up uh, some of them. Where does my time go? So, oops, I was about to read your ones. <laughs> um, so one is playing the violin. Two is probably cooking. I've been doing quite a lot of that lately. Uh, three is teaching. Four, especially this week, was watching TV and movies. And then five is cleaning. And I think all of those are self-explanatory, except I should point out that I really enjoy cleaning. Um, well, specifically... Like the dishes, I like to. I like washing the dishes, and I really like vacuuming. It's just fun. <laughs> That's good that you like the vacuuming. I also don't mind doing the dishes, especially if someone else is cooking. Vacuuming, I don't mind as, but yeah, not as big of a fan. But there you go. Mm. When I was Although I'm less about- enthused about cleaning my own body, <laughs> I've been really <laughs> lazy with showers. For I want to say for the course of. Um, the virus but it's honestly the course of like my entire life your life yeah i was gonna say let me jump in here and be like it's actually your whole life um can (laughs) vouch for that um but we still love you thank you (laughs) ladies and gentlemen if you're listening there is a reason why mickey and i are recording ourselves currently over the phone and not in person (laughs) (laughs) okay um so tell me where does your time go uh number one is work just yeah, that daily grind of, I mean, I work part-time four days a week, but full-time hours. And uh, yeah, that's that's where most of it goes. Secondary to that would be, yeah, I guess that, that quality time with important people in my life, spending time with friends as soon as 
even even during lockdown, you know, we were allowed to catch up people one on one. So my diary was always full throughout that whole period. Oh yeah. <laughs> because I'm still I'm just catching up with people one on one rather than in groups now and, and, and having like long walks and chats with them. Like yeah, my diary is always full. Um, oh, but brilliant. now that things have lifted, it, it's just getting even more jam-packed and I'm trying to fit multiple people into a day and yeah, right. requires a lot of managing. Um, but lately I've been trying to exercise more and that's, that's just, you know, just trying to make more time to do that. I haven't really oh, prioritized right. that, but I'm trying to get into running, um, especially after injuring myself last year. It's just something I really need to focus on keeping fit. Tidying yeah, as yeah. well. Maybe maybe not so much cleaning, but just like generally tidying, oh, putting sure. things in place. Um, and then, yeah, the fifth one was, I guess, feeding myself, which is a, a elements of cooking and prepping food and just that whole the process that that's involved. So now that's very particularly exciting, except for, I guess, spending time with friends. And I did try to put that in order of how much time they all take up. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. basically it. Um, how about For this? Question- so, yes. Number three, we've got a list 20 things we enjoy doing. Mm. Um, would you like to just go one for one? Okay. Were you able to do 20 things? Because I struggled. Yeah, to I get did too. 20 things. And maybe I need to break it down to something more detailed. Um, but yeah, let's go one for one. You go first. How about this? I'll make you a deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Close your close your Google Doc that has oh. the twenty things, and we're just gonna rapid fire back and forth. And the first one to um, not forget, come up with anything, yeah, to like stumble loses. <laughs> All right, do I get like give me like ten seconds to just look over my list again? Okay. Uh, okay, I guess we're then to half. All right, yep. All right, yep. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, good. I'm ready. All right, closed now. Okay, ready? I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Napping. <laughs> Dancing. Rollerblading. Laughing. Singing. Watching the sunrise. Oh, cooking. Watching the sunset. Uh, exercise. Did you, oh, did Eating. you already say that? Uh, oh, we've got to say different things. Um, I don't think I said exercise yet, but I was gonna. Um, okay, great. You said exercise. What did I say? Watching the sunset. Uh, I think you said... Yeah, I'm going to say you said that. Okay. Um, uh, yoga. I also like yoga, but I can't say the same thing as you now. I guess uh, not. Okay, okay. Walking. Long Writing. Walks. Damn it. Um, dabbling on the ukulele. Laughing. I already said laughing, didn't I? Y- you said laughing? Ah, I lose. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's keep going. There's more. There's more. Okay, hit me. <laughs> uh, camping. Bird watching. Uh, kayaking. If I say hiking, does that count as long walks? Ah, uh, but you, it's a different word, so I'll give it to you. Thank you. <laughs> a reading? Swimming. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, canyoning? Sorry? Canyoning? Oh, Sailing down one. waterfalls? Yes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, jamming. <laughs> Crafting with friends. Mushroom picking. Ah, oh, damn it. Eating mushrooms. Ah! Okay, you win. <laughs> that, that was fun. fun. <laughs> All right. Well, I recommend that everyone goes, gets a good friend and just, like, practices this at home. Just throw some fun things out with each other and just 
That was so much harder than I thought it would be. But, ah, there's some I, I didn't even get to mention. No one said ah, making well love. Um, I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else did I miss? Oh, Frisbee, um, Frisbee. Uh, How did uh, I forget that? What, watching live music, watching you jam. Oh. <laughs> Having you watch me jam. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to music. <laughs> yeah. I got most of them, uh, though. Yeah, well done. Talking um, with you. <laughs> oh, podcasting. All right. Um, so she asked us to, when was the last time we let ourselves do these things, which is going to be very hard to go through and say in a podcast. So maybe we should move on to um, two goals. Also, uh, just the list above. acknowledging the fact that um, we're currently recording during isolation quarantine. So yeah, we are restricted yeah, from I, doing a few of those things. I don't think she had coronavirus in mind when well, she wrote the book. Julia, you should have. <laughs> Julia, how do you be creative in lockdown? That's what she needs to publish next. Um, okay. From okay. the list above, write down two things that you've avoided that could be this week's goals. So they can be small, buy a roll of film and shoot it. Um, and you're just trying to get back some autonomy of your own time. What two things did you aim for in week two? Uh, so this week? sort of dips into my... Um, my artist date so um. I don't know how legal that is but I'm, I'm at the point I just don't have enough time and I need to combine things so okay. um, I looked up some videos on editing so okay. that I could edit this podcast better and navigate the two programs that I use to Fantastic. both record and write music so I'm becoming a hot key whiz and I can talk more about that later but that's more or less it um, I'm a little bit smarter, a little wiser a little more capable Ah, well, speaking of whether that's legal or not, um, if we're going to just quickly cut across to what we did for our artist date, uh, did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? I did. Do you know um, how saw... Go on. they sometimes ate sandwiches? Oh, yeah. Well, let's just say for my artist date, I ate a risotto. <laughs> <laughs> And then I, I mean, I didn't follow my rules strictly because I wasn't by myself. I was a friend. She also had some risotto. And we like a, Does a risotto just mean a big sandwich? No, it's it's not a sandwich at all. It's, oh. it's, 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 a, it's a particular flavoured risotto. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, something you might have foraged previously. <laughs> right, right. I've, yes. I'm familiar with risotto. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and and we stayed inside because it was raining, and we painted. Oh, awesome! Uh, yeah, so it wasn't the self date that I was trying to achieve with each self date, but it was it was actually something a bit creative, and we had some interesting discussions whilst we were cool. painting about fear and like the fear of doing the wrong move but just like once you take that fear away and you just like are happy to just make mistakes and just put watercolor to paper and just see what comes out and it looks pretty good um but yeah so that, that wasn't actually on my list of favorite things i don't think but 
it was it was crafting with a friend i guess yeah um, totally and my other thing that i wanted to do was dance and i did actually have a little just a little dance in the living room with her on another night actually as well which is oh cool needed. yeah what did you dance to uh, that song, that red light, green light, Duke Demont song. Do you know it? No, I'm not very cool anymore. Um, it's a very like dancey, and it's only because there was a TikTok doing the rounds of a guy. Oh, I've just become familiar. Scomo, Scomo was going up <laughs> for the journalist. Scomo being our prime minister, if you're listening, oh, and it's yeah, 2020. Yeah. And he was he was going up for the journalist, and a guy, um. Andrew? Yes, I think so. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew. And then breaks into that song, so then we put that song on and had a boogie. Um, cool. <coughs> it's a good song. It's my favourite TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it's what got me onto TikTok in the first place. Yeah, one. right. I just discovered that this weekend and it's wonderful. <laughs> the video or TikTok? Uh, just TikTok in general. <laughs> oh, I laughed so hard until I cried and then I couldn't breathe. <laughs> Well, that's good. Laughing. Another another thing that both of us had on our list. Laughing. You're absolutely right. <laughs> All right. Other things that um, Julia asked us to have a go um, was to um, return to our list of imaginary lives from the week before. Um, yeah. And to just think if we could add any more. Did you add any more imaginary lives to... I was too scared of writing an actor. Which I think would be very fun. It would be fun. Yeah. yeah. I think it would be. I think it would be too. Yeah. Um, I wrote down things like Carpenter. Oh, um, cool. And Carney. <laughs> and what? Carney, like hanging out like a Carney. Like oh, fair um, enough. Circus Carney. Or a festival producer. Or a dancer. Cool. Mm. I think I would um, also add, someone was talking to me about, um, they were saying that I should be on play school and I don't know what <gasps> job you call I that, but it would be, to be so on play awesome. Yes. Wouldn't it be cool? <sighs> I could do that. Yeah. Um, maybe we should start a hashtag campaign to get us cast in play school. Get Mickey and Sam on play school. Yeah. If you're listening to this hashtag Mickey and Sam on play school, please now is the hashtag <laughs> that we're going to be using. <laughs> Please now. Hashtag please now. <laughs> Hashtag please now. <laughs> oh, then I can finally dye my hair pink. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Doesn't quite fit my current corporate lifestyle. <laughs> okay, we've still got a lot of a lot of things left to do. I think we Did... should skip the drawing a circle one because this is an audio medium. Oh, I mean, I was happy to talk about it. Oh, tell um, me all about it. Did you did you draw a life pie? Did you do it already? I, I did it. I didn't. I didn't I think did you did. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me about yours. Uh, I did it. So I'll just explain it if you're listening. Um, and Mickey, you can choose to cut this out later. Of course, I've definitely gone over time, but we want to keep <laughs> yeah. the time. Um, the life pie was draw a circle, divide it into six pieces of pie. Apple pie. Label one piece <laughs> spirituality, another exercise, another play, work, friends, and romance slash adventure. Place a dot in each slice, apple pie, at the degree to which you are fulfilled in that area. Outer rim indicates great, inner circle, not so great. Connect the dots. This will show you where you are Ooh. lopsided. 
you know you what? Reading this, I feel regret for not doing it. You can do it right now if you like. Um, I can talk to you about what I did um, and where my life pie is uh, the greatest, where I am the, the most heavy, which is in a good way, is in the friends pie. Uh-huh. Like, like I said, my books are full. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love making new friends and I'm always making new friends, but as I make one, I have to drop one off the list. It just, there's only so many quality experiences with people you can keep into your life, unfortunately. But people are just so damn interesting. I love meeting new people. I've got lots of great friends in my life. So I'm very satisfied in that area. I was thinking about areas where, like work, I'm doing well, exercise, I'm doing well. The play, I feel like, crosses over with the friends yep. aspect. Um, spirituality... Um, I'm not really going to go into that here. And romance and adventure—that's probably where I'm. I'm. I'm probably got the least at the moment, especially under lockdown. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I wonder what I would do. I feel like I would just have. God, this is so boring. I feel like I would have a perfect circle. <laughs> Mickey. Maybe. Except for maybe spirituality. <laughs> Um, I'm just thinking like This is why she wrote the book Oh yeah Tricky (laughs) Sneaky I guess Yeah see Sorry you go That's all I had to say I guess um, like exercise is quite strong Uh, For anyone who doesn't know I just got back from a 3,000 kilometre hike Across New Zealand Uh, So feeling quite fit Measly 3,000 Not across New Zealand From the top to the bottom Jeez, yeah. don't talk yourself down. Um, I play <laughs> a lot. Uh, work sort of it combines with play. I don't know. Maybe work could be... I don't know. Work is fulfilling. Um, I have a stack <laughs> of great friends. I'm pretty happily romanced. And as the 3000 kilometer thing was both exercise and adventure. Happily romanced. You got to in a perfect circle, man. I'm sorry. How boring of me. Oh. <sighs> How dare you be perfectly rounded as a human being? Um, <laughs> luckily, you are lucky in spirituality because Julia Cameron wrote this book for you. Yeah, thank God. Z- <laughs> gods. <laughs> okay. Gods is in like Terry Pratchett's gods, Neil Gaiman's gods. Yeah. Uh, mm. Ra, um, Anubis. Yeah. Vishnu. All of them. They're great. All of them. Take them all. Take them all. Um, well, luckily, she's got a suggestion right here for you. If your spiritual life is minimal, Mickey, even a five-minute uh-huh. pit stop into a synagogue or a cathedral can restore a sense of wonder. That's true, actually. Many um, of us in find... The... Oh, sorry, you go. <laughs> Many of us find that five minutes of drum music can put us in touch with our spiritual core. For others, it's a trip to a greenhouse. The point is that even the slightest attention to our impoverished areas can nurture them. So that's cool. So yeah. in New Zealand, uh, around Christmas, we went into a, a huge old church on top of a hill, um, mm-hmm. and they'd had like a Christmas tree competition, and people mm-hmm. had made like like the the reading club had made a Christmas tree out of books, and um, the anti-abortion club had made a tree with uh, dead fetuses hanging off it, and wow. stuff like that. Yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> pretty full on um and they had them all like all arranged in the church so there were all these different types and of course um big surprise the refugee 
um, Christmas tree was the hard hitting one that was really beautifully done and artistic. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, you're totally right. Like the sense of wonder that you get from any like old church or cathedral is just so, so cool. Uh, it's really great. Like even when, you know, you're the only two people in there, how you find yourself whispering. Mm. Well, it's so echoey. The acoustics are usually made so yeah. perfectly in those places. Um, uh, I guess I am someone that goes to a lot of festivals, a bit more, bit more hippy dippy in a sense, uh, where there's definitely a lot of drum music and they're always playing the same song at every festival. <laughs> it's weird. Um, how do they know? Um, yeah. The bongos. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. I, I, yeah, I enjoyed lots of different things. Like like ecstatic dance and, and five rhythms and things like that are really good and I've done various other sort of yoga dances and mm, just things that mm. can help you sort of get energy out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, so we're, we're nearly Moving done. Um, yeah, number done. eight, 10 tiny changes. List 10 changes you'd like to make for yourself from the significant to the small or vice versa. So here she said, like, get new sheets. Uh, go to China, paint my kitchen, dump my bitchy friend Alice. God Boy, damn it, Alice. Damn it, Alice. You're so darn bitchy. Okay, uh, let's um, let's again go one for one. With the Google Doc closed? <laughs> uh, yes, with the Doc closed. All right. <coughs> oh, was that you slamming your laptop down? That was me coughing, but sure. <laughs> All right. What I wanted to do was uh, restart the kombucha. Um, I would like to learn how to cook a good curry. I wanted to mend my pile of clothes that need mending. Oh, nice. I want to have neater handwriting. I want to declutter. Oh, cool. I want to experiment with a non-QWERTY-based keyboard interface. (laughs) Ooh, Ooh, I like that. I want to practice on the ukulele more. Uh, I want to do more stretching. I want to read more. Oh, I want to write more. I want to be able to run 5Ks in half an hour. Oh, nice. Uh, I'd like to organize my practice time more efficiently. I would like to... Uh, I think you've lost Sam. I think you've lost Sam. <gasps> <laughs> I sorry. won the other one. <laughs> you did. We're even. We are. We are. One for one. One for one. Okay. All right. One more thing. One more thing you want to do, Mickey. You can finish off with one more thing you want to do. I didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I probably did. Um, I'd like to see my friends more. Um, we're oh. living out in the country. We're an hour and a half from a lot of where our friends live. Um. We saw some of them on the weekend, but I'd like to see some more. I'd like to get a new job. Ooh, nice. And learn how to sing. Ah, oh, all good. All good. All right. Well, all right. Well, finally, before we wrap everything up, last check-in, how'd you go with your morning pages this so week? So I did do six. Oh, sorry. I did five out of seven. So, um, um, But what surprised me is that I didn't beat myself up too much about it. So I was normally when I sort of, have that like list of things to do I get really down on the stuff that I didn't and I was really surprised that I was able to just go too bad man you were sick 
And mm. it didn't bother me. There was a time where was, I woke up at like 10 p.m. at night and I was like, okay, if I just get out of bed, I'm like ready to do them. But uh, yeah, I'm really glad I just did it and I let myself sleep, which was the right thing to do. Yeah. Good on you. How about you? Soccer. Um, I did manage to do three pages every day. Well Not always in the morning. There were some in the evening. There was one night when I was literally in bed, lying down, writing just before I went to sleep. Um, had a bit of emotion over week two. Uh, oh. So some of them would have involved a lot of swear words. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it just gave me a lot to write about. Cool. Well done. Yeah. Um, well, good. Next week we are going to look at how we will recover a sense of power. Yeah, how exciting. Great. Um, I believe you've left the listeners with a riddle last week. Oh, I did. What was the um, answer? Oh, tell us the riddle once more. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what the riddle was. I think it was... Oh, no, I do. It, uh, the riddle was um, first... It, it was a who am I? So it was who am I? First, I was shot. Then they yeah. left me in a dark room. Finally, I was hung. And the answer is a photo. Yeah, that was going to be my guess. Oh, sorry, I should have let you guess. <laughs> Not leather, like last time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this week's riddle, um, you have to insert a celebrity name into the sentence to make it uh, make grammatic sense. Uh, so, for example, um, Sylvester Stallone's agent told him he should get out of the blank blank in another film franchise and the answer is Ringo Starr so get out of the ring go star in another film franchise because Sylvester Sloan played Rocky uh, um, all right. so that's our that's our format so tonight's one is um, the oh give me a sec the salesman said he couldn't give it to me for blank blank on petrol so he'd give it me a heavy discount so you've got to find someone's first and last name, uh, influential figure from history. Couldn't uh, the sa- an influential figure from history. The salesman couldn't give it to me for blank, blank. We, uh, for sorry, petrol. blank. Yeah, blank on petrol. So he'd give me a heavy discount. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we should call it there. Um, All right. This has been the Sam and Mickey podcast, week All three right. of Julia Cameron's The Artist Way. Do we have a sign off yet? No, that was week two. Uh, episode oh, three, damn. week two. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for week three. Okay, let's do our sign off on three, two, one. Creativity, bye. bye. <laughs> no shame. No shame. <laughs>